Kui kui. Welcome everyone to another week of Oi Kukui. This is Ricky Ariza and Ernesto Ortiz. Oi. And, and behind the glass, we have Carlos Ramirez with us. <laughs> What's up? Crying, crying, re-eval- reevaluating his <laughs> life. Why? Why is I, he spending his time? Why did I take this gig for free? For free. And a half bag of eaten, a half hot bag Cheetos. of hot Cheetos, <laughs> and some lollipops that Ernesto won't share. Provided by our lovely guest again, a Miss Luz Navarro. Hello. Again. Oh my gosh, Hi she's guys. back. She never left. Really, she she never, be, she she never left. Gonna she's gonna be real here. sick she's been of here. me. <laughs> this hummingbird is real loud. <laughs> she just doesn't leave. Not the cot. <laughs> Spends the night. Mm-hmm. Have you ever Hiding had one of those friends? They just don't leave. They just don't leave. They just don't leave. Hiding yeah. behind Christmas trees. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I don't like to have parties because people. There's always that one person that never goes home. You put that sign that or says they, "Leave by nine. Exactly. Leave I by saw nine. that meme. Oh, I want that sign so bad. Please leave. By they have nine. this meme of like of the party signs. You host the party, but it just says "Leave by nine. You guys, I think my my new roommate wants to have a party already. Already because yeah, because he was like um. Hey, okay. He was showing me around the place and he's like, okay, so when your friends come over, there's this barbecue girl here and then there's a zen area. This whole thing. He had a whole scenario made up. Wow. He didn't even know if I liked to party. <laughs> but, but he just, Thankfully, I do. <laughs> like, got it. I was like, okay. I'm marinating the meat right now. So Shit. when's your first party? I don't know. I move in, I move in tomorrow officially. So... So, so tomorrow. tomorrow. So tomorrow. Yeah. Because it's going to be all this space, all this uh-huh. stuff on the way. Oh, yeah. And we got an extra full mattress if anyone needs one. Extra full one? Mm-hmm. It's the old roommate left it there. He doesn't know what to do with it. It's new. I thought that was a size. You have an, <laughs> you have an additional <laughs> mattress. <laughs> extra full. I only heard a queen <laughs> and full is in between. It's hard. Where do you get the sheets? <laughs> Russ. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get my I still want to wait in the line, though. Girl, you shop still on Amazon. <laughs> they bring it to you, even. In a day. No, but you got to feel them. <laughs> exactly. You got to feel, feel them. You got to open see. the bag, rip off the sticker. That's you. This is Ross. That's you. <laughs> At so Ross, what, all the so calzones, like all the calzones all are, are all out in the bin, out of the package. Because yeah. someone had to fill them. Like or some kid got them. in it. Ew. I'm gonna be wearing that. They better feel good. I don't know. Maybe they're feeling them like they put them against her cheek. The kids. <laughs> no, Ricky. Because when I was little, they're using my mom. Like has always sewed, right? But she one time cut like a little piece of fabric and it was satin, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said I would carry that around and rub it against my cheek because <laughs> it felt luxurious. Maybe that's what the kids that do. That almost sounds like serial killer ish. Right? <laughs> like someone carrying a piece of someone's shirt or hair, like <sighs> rubbing it against your face. No one loves me. I will do you me. wear a lot of silk now? No, I don't no. even like it. That's weird. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a, gl- a glimpse yeah, of, maybe the future, like, yeah. of the future. But you know, if you see some kid rubbing an underwear on his face, oh my God. <laughs> they're new <laughs> from Ross. <laughs> The image, though, but the, the sticker image. had been ripped off. <laughs> the kid walks out. He has a sticker on his nose. Oh my! God. What were you doing? <laughs> what? Six? Who's Calvin? Isn't this the church episode? <laughs> 
Oy, oy, oy. I don't know. We were talking about this. What is this episode, right? Oh, wait, um, no, I we didn't do we we didn't say what everyone was doing. Oh, that's right. What are you doing, Ernie? Why well, me first? Yeah. <laughs> you brought it up. I don't know. <laughs> Since last time? Yeah. <laughs> How have you been? Uh, let's see here. Oh, I can t- I can announce some stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm like going what? to be headlining at uh, Stir Crazy Comedy Club on the 28th, and then Ooh. headlining at oh, I'm at another place. Fuck, I forget. <laughs> I'm the worst promo guy for myself. You really are. Yeah, uh, ErnieRTs.com. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's what I got going on. And then I want to get a, a group of us because I, my new roommate is an exotic dancer. And uh, I want to get a group of us together to go see him. Because he's very sweet, which I think is funny. It's, uh, what do you call that? Um, when it's the opposite, uh, it starts with the J. The juxtaposition? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that right? Am I using that right? A juxtaposition. Because it's like total opposite. Like what? Because he's a dancer and he's nice? Yeah, he's very sweet. So dan- He's a well, dancer. Like normally dancers are jerks? Or like well, you exotic? know, you guys that are beautiful, like you think like uh, they're not know. approachable yeah, or whatever, but he's uh, he's not. He's, he's very a su- surprise. Yeah, he's a surprise. He's a surprise. Very sweet. He thinks he's ugly. You know that whole thing. Oh, that's always nice. Mm-hmm. Where they're, where they're go- well, no, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous, and they're like, I'm Stop. ugly. And the real ugly people think they're beautiful. Oh, God, don't get me like, started. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a mean bitch. So, <laughs> so we should all go see Tone him. Tone it down. Tone it down. Yeah. But he's trying to keep, like, doesn't want to be, what, is it, what do you call it? Um, doesn't want that many people to know, so I can't say his name. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't say his name. Keep his. Carlos. That's his name. <laughs> I haven't danced in years, okay? <laughs> really? The only thing we were good for is a dance audition. And the <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want us they to never let that go. And in the heights. <laughs> they never let that go. It said dance it in parentheses dance next to dance only. <laughs> it, it said, no, just dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. I was like, oh, wow, they got called back. (laughs) The bright side. We got like half glass full over here. Half glass empty on the other side of the studio. You go down the list and our names are there. And it says in parentheses, dance. I was like, oh. They don't want to hear anything from us. I am a true optimist. I was like, wow. (laughs) I got called back. Good job. Wow, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I had to text Carlos because my voice is so horrible if I called him. I would have broke the phone because according to this audition, apologize to anyone I've sang to or talked to (laughs) ever, never enough. (laughs) (laughs) But we would have killed that dance audition if we went to the callback. (laughs) How about you, Luz? How have you been? I've been good. So yeah, I'm in in the Heights. Yes, and they brought it the up. The show that they got a callback to. Well, you just didn't get a callback. You got in it. Just twist the knife more. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So how, um, how are rehearsals going? Rehearsals are good. We just kind of started, kind of picking up mm-hmm. some steam. Cool. This is exciting. How's the cast? You, is there anyone you hate? You can tell us. I don't think <laughs> I hate anybody yet. I know. I don't think I hate anybody yet. But you, I, you wouldn't know. know if I did. I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, positive. Good job. They've got great shoes, though. But I hate them. You know, you like, know when you find out you hate them when like you get cl- like when you're sharing the dressing room. 
Oh, and they're in the way the whole time. Yet. They got 50 quick changes. Move! And they're like yet. in the way doing their makeup, like real slow for yeah. their one line. Uh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so let's, annoying. Let's get a couch for you and talk this through. Um, so you know feel, what the problem is? You got some feelings here. This is what they do to me. I, I already got it. Like they're like, okay, we'll put them in the play. But they gave me like fifty parts with like like half a line, right? But I got sixty costume changes, <laughs> so they'll keep me quiet. <laughs> and then backstage, I'm going frantic, trying to strategically place my hat, my one shoe, and then the other shoe because I'm gonna walk into it and all that. <laughs> and then this bitch is doing her eyelashes real slow oh, yeah. in the way. Okay, that one curl. That one curl. Yeah. Anyways, we open <laughs> May 17th. Yeah, run it. through June 2nd. Awesome. They could have been in it. <laughs> Dancing. Dancing. Well, ho- well, hopefully they'll come and see the show. <laughs> yeah, come and see the show. And then you, you know what we got to do is be all shady. The dancing sucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't yeah. do that. But. I don't know yet. I but... Curtain up. The first thing you hear is boom. Uh, exactly. Right. Really? <laughs> Confiscate doing? tomatoes from you guys as you walk oh in. God. I want to be with the reviewer because there is a shitty reviewer in town. I'm not going to say his name, but um, <laughs> not many. I mean, but I want to be with one of those reviewers. This, like, are we doing box step? Is box step what we're doing today? That was a thing. That like little like not okay. Community theaters had mm-hmm. like reviews and like stuff like that yeah yeah, so like, yeah. Oh. And I some people were really excited in some of the shows that this is literally my third show so mm-hmm. like yeah you're, you're new to the scene yeah so i like don't yeah so they were really excited about it i was like i don't know what the heck that is right what does it even look like okay you don't yeah. want to see them <clears throat> fyi excuse me <laughs> but yeah i oh, know there's totally <laughs> you know and there's there's a lot of feelings about reviewers in general but definitely out here i feel know? like i yeah. want to be one I'd like to be one, but I'd be like super positive about it. Like no, I would I feel, like, like, well, I feel like I don't know. I feel I feel like you'd be more. It'd be bad. They would lynch me. Like, I don't know the third article. Y- you say that now. I don't think that's true though. I think when it comes down to it, I think you'd be a a, yeah, a, a fairer I reviewer. So. You know what yeah. they mentioned? They uh, they they suggested it here at uh, or at my work. What? They're like, you should do a review. It would be a whole new perspective. Well, because the thing is, the, the problem, and I'm just going to say it, and I'm not saying any names. Say it, okay. the, Well, the, the problem, I think. Say it. We, it's our show. Say it. well, it's no, our. The, the problem with reviewers, I feel, in this valley is there is a certain, and I think as reviewers in general, it's not just in, in Phoenix, but I think there is um, a certain reliance on, I guess what I'll just say, spectacle, like, right? So what a theater company can, like, make happen on stage right and i don't think there's enough qualified reviewers to um fairly comment on community theater yeah i think there's a very clear divide in this community Mm -hmm. um you will praise certain people who have been in the game longer and have more money and you you don't i don't think that they they take into consideration um the complexities that go into community theater, like what makes up the people who do the work and who, you know, who the people who are on stage, like it's not, it's not, these aren't professional actors. These aren't people who, who work 40 hours a week doing theater. These are people that it's passion and it's a hobby and it's an escape. Um, and I think that they're put on the same level as professional yeah, actors yeah. and judged very harshly um, and dismissed. And I think it's very uh, problematic and it's very, um, it's not productive. Right. And I think, 
uh, we need critics out here who are able to do both, who are able to speak um, articulately about well done work that we see at Gamage or we see at these bigger theaters, but can also go to community theater in BFE and still see it for what it is and not just blow it off. And they, they also need to like call out those professional actors that are doing not justice to that part. Or, sure. Yeah. Cause I recently saw a piece and I was like, why are they doing that? And it was right. a professional production. Right. Yeah. And it was really awful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, and and I think and I think it's a big conversation that's happening, you know, and a, you know, and we can go on a whole other thing about this, like, you know, what are the percentage of you know white theater critics as opposed to critics of color, and yeah. like you know, and and all that. So Is there's there a, a critic whole, of color in town in town, not that I know of. Guess what we're doing, Carlos? <laughs> so you're writing it. I'm putting my name on it. You know, but you know. <laughs> In the Heights, one word. Boo! Oh, God. Dance. Dancing song. In parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> to all those working on In the Heights, they're just, they're just bitter right now. Okay? <laughs> We're never going to get booked for anything ever again. We're never going to get booked for non-paid gigs ever again. <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird situation to be in. <laughs> okay, we'll stop. <laughs> we'll so, stop. We had no, we're going to see it. We're just joking. Of course. Support Lat- Latinx Theater. Support Latinx Theater. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's, it's not a lot. <laughs> um, hey, what's good, Packer? What you doing? Man, I'm stressed out, man. Ah, why are you stressed? Because I'm trying to read this book, El Cujo. What? El Cujo. El Cujo? Yeah, it's about a dog and stuff. Man, don't be ignorant. It's El Cujo. El Cujo? Watch your mouth, man. There's kids here. <laughs> Oye, why don't you just listen to it? What, you gonna read it to me? No, you can go on Audible, man. What? That's crazy. Yeah, you can get a free trial and shit. What? Get a free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash cucuy. What? Yeah, That's for great. real. For free? For free. That's cheaper man. than the dollar store. Go get on it. Orale, I will. Um, so yeah, why are we here today? Why, why, why are we here today? Why, why is anyone <laughs> why here is today? Anyone well, here what a weird question. Well, because there was, there was an initial uh, like conversation you brought up, Ernie, about wanting to talk about specifically anti-gay legislature. Yeah, because a bunch of stuff's in the news. Yeah. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I got no, excited. No, no, don't go for it. No, 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 totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there's things in the news. Well, something just got repealed. What was that? Um, oh, uh, the, no, the no promo homo. The no promo homo. Here in Arizona. So for those who don't know, no promo homo, um, how long had it been in effect carlos you meant it's been around for decades it's been around for decades but essentially it was preventing teachers to talk about lgbtq history teaching about lgbtq health um in sex ed um so it was basically erasing lgbtq from existence in the school system which isn't helpful to youth who are dealing with their own uh journey as lgbtq youth um but it was finally repealed this week um through uh actually was it the starting uh a caucus of latinx um lgbtq folks i remember I believe. Oh. uh yeah it was six six politicians there's about six there's one senator and the rest are uh representatives in the house and they formed what they call the lgbt caucus it turned out to only be composed of uh latino like latino, latino men. men yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um 
I'm not going to try to rattle off their names. No, but I know the, the big spokesperson was Daniel Hernandez, yeah. who is known for mm, saving yeah. Gabby Giffords. He was uh, Gabby Giffords' assistant, assistant. when uh, she was a uh, congressperson, and, and he helped save her life when she was attacked at the, uh, down in Tucson. Yep. But uh, yeah, so, so um, they, I, I guess, uh, they got together and they decided, like, you know, well, it's, it, it, let's take aim at this. Let's have it repealed. And... Happy L- quick. Lickety split. I mean, yeah. there was no contest. There was no major hullabaloo in the news. There was no big blowout about it. They just well, said like... It's so, what do you call it? What's that word? Archaic? Yeah. Like, feels it. Yeah. Well, it's archaic, but I mean, like, there is still that strong contingent of, you know, uh, religious-based legislators and lawmakers who believe that anything dealing with homosexuality should be banned or prohibited mm-hmm. or, you know, forbidden. So, so I don't know the details of it, but um, was that the reason why we couldn't teach or, or yeah, that why we couldn't do that in the schools? Was it religious-based? Well, um, I mean, a lot of these anti-gay laws get their footing mm-hmm. in in um, uh, religious beliefs. You know, people believe that, you know, uh, according to biblical teachings, that homosexuality is a sin, therefore it has no place in public education. Um, so that's where the that's where the connection usually comes from. I mean, there's no other real reason for not teaching about LGBT health. You know, it, to 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 young kids who might be on that journey, to mm-hmm. use your terminology. So, but, is that it? And it was in health class, or usually it comes out in health class, right? Yeah. Like heterosexual sex is the only form of sex. Everything else. Did, is, you, did you guys have health class in school? I did actually. I, I don't think I remember health class. I did. Yeah. I had like one class in fifth grade. <laughs> And uh, we developed early in the West Side. I yeah, mean, it wow. was like, you know, fourth grade. You were like, I hit that. And you're like, what the hell? I'm still, <laughs> I'm still eating tricks in this colored bowl. You know, like, <laughs> like you didn't see my jeans. <laughs> I actually do remember having, having a small health session in like sixth grade, I think, yeah. which was odd. Now they think about it because it was in sixth grade and I went to a Catholic school, but I remember a teacher f- feeling pretty liberal and I I mean, maybe this is just how I saw it, but I remember the guy who came in to speak to us, white dude, and I believe he was gay because um, they were talking about AIDS, um, like AIDS prevention. And, you know, and I think they were definitely pushing. They must have because it was Catholic school pushing abstinence only. But yeah. I remember condoms being brought up, but never like showing us how to use them or anything. But just the conversation was happening. I remember. Really? But it was sixth grade. And I'm sure it was a lot of giggling and making fun. Yeah. And you guys. Awkwardness. Yeah, like, I think. Yeah, I think it was fifth grade. Yeah. I had no clue how yeah, yeah, anything yeah. happened. And when I, uh, like, we saw a video and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I went back and told my mom the whole thing. She, I'm sure she was like, eh, right. gross. <laughs> yeah. And that's how we made you. <laughs> I had no clue. But no. I do remember some health classes in high school, but it was very much like what you see in Mean Girls is like, don't have sex. It's going <laughs> to kill you. I'm probably gonna get a disease. Yeah, no, no, Here, no. Bye. Part of PE was that. Yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah. What it was. And then of... we saw pictures of like genitals with warts on it. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> that's probably. exactly what we yeah. saw. Yeah. Here's the thing: both of you got the uh, much more open uh, it education. Seems, it feels yeah, like it, you it. did. I mean, I was in public school, and you went to Catholic school. Well, and I was in like, public school too. Here's how it all goes. Uh, I barely went to school. Because <laughs> your mom drank. No. No, <laughs> no my dad did. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) And your mom had to clean him. (laughs) No, but I remember. left him. What are you talking about? (laughs) No, but like. What is he bringing? Bringing it up. (laughs) In the yard, Uh... pendejo. Anyway. (laughs) 
No, but like when I was in health class, how they did it, and this was how ridiculous it was, it was like it started with a long, slow shot going down a naked woman. But when they got to like the breasts and the crotch, they, they turned the camera off. So it was like head, shoulders, black screen, navel, black screen, legs. And I was like, what the? What happened? Stop <laughs> it. That sounded like a dance class I taught. Head, shoulders, <laughs> knees. Woo! <laughs> Third graders love that. <laughs> there was no dance. But... <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so I mean, that, was, that was my experience, you know, uh, being taught about the birds and the bees. In Glendale? Right. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, listen. <laughs> Apparently in that town, that Footloose town. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is like this is like this, no yeah, dancing. <laughs> but I think I mean ultimately it's like you know what we're saying is like it, it it started with like this conservative like super super religious kind of like foundation that has kind of moved forward. But I and 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 I think it moves beyond LGBTQ issues. Uh, loose, we were talking like briefly before uh, the before we started recording. And it, and I mean, it's women, it's women. And it's, 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 the, it's, it's the idea of the feminine is I yes. always feel that is, um, the feminine that is, I don't say criminalized or looked down upon. Right. Because it starts with women, but vilified, then vilified, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's the, the female stance. And then you link that with LGBTQ you know folk um it's this it's this um the feminine man is all of a sudden you know villainized and then there's this layer of complexity that people just can't wrap their heads around when we when we go into trans um issues as well but but but, but i'm curious to go back to talk about what, what you were saying about your experience uh being a devout christian and dealing with this crap essentially yeah. in your everyday <clears throat> well there's definitely i don't know there's this i would say more the, the heavily conservative legalistic crowd the camp of that that's totally has this thing against and what is legalistic crowd? legalistic is yeah, somebody is who who adheres more to the law rather than to you know the grace side of christianity so okay. this is like the pharisees in the bible that you're talking about they were based on the law and jesus would be like hey you you know you gotta love people you know you can't right. say all these things and not practice and not love on people and not so there's a big movement and and I don't know. I've been approached and they're like, are you a feminist? I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know if, I mean, do I believe that men and women are equal? Yeah, I believe that. I feel like God, Mm -hmm. God did that. Mm -hmm. So there's a a thing against women who are involved in ministry, um, women preachers, that kind of stuff. And I feel like that's, there's an attack on that, like women doing that stuff. And, And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up like biblically even, you know, women do stuff like this. And, you know, I think that that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. doing the attacking and, and it's legalistic men <laughs> men legalistic men who mm-hmm. are saying you can't do this you're it sounds like more it's uh the what the regulatory side of the bible like you shall not do this rather than the spirit of the word you know it's uh, that's what they're kind of aiming for yeah but it there's so many things in there that you cannot yeah. do yes yeah well just walking around we're breaking the law right yeah. i mean just talking to you you As an equal, we're breaking uh-huh. the law. I mean, well, if you interpret it that way. My shrimp taco today shrimp got me tacos. in trouble. Lobster fest. The mixed blends that we're wearing right now, I'm sure. Doing stuff on Saturdays. 
Well, <laughs> the I, mean, I like to relax, so I get <laughs> that's a good one. But uh, I'll keep that one. No, no, but yeah, yeah, like you were saying, it's it's this thing about using these beliefs and like like that are. And I would say I wouldn't discredit what they're saying. They're based off some truth, mm-hmm. but they distort it so that it it ends up attacking and and suppressing people, and uh, you know. And, and I think that that's I don't know if I can articulate it properly. They're using the word as an excuse to uh, create oppressive regulations and things like that. Like religion is the re- religion is not the reason; it's the excuse. And that's <clears throat> for back lack of a better word is icky. Yeah. 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 It's like a gross way. I don't know to use those words to treat people. It's not kosher. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What are you thinking, Ricky? (laughs) Yeah, Ricky. I'm so silent. No, I'm just listening to y'all. I'm just listening to it. So, what kind of stuff are you dealing with right now? Like, I mean, yeah, like, like, because you were talking, because you, 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 how do I say this? You're, are you a minister? Was that just, no? I'm not. I'm not. I mean, you, I, I am in ministry. I worked. I have worked at a church. I was a, a worship director at a church for three years. Mm-hmm. So I did work for a church um, and did the music for it. And I've I've been involved in in all sorts of just volunteer work at church mm-hmm. and in being involved in and that. So I've seen the side of being in a church and the church as a business and the church as the people that you're around. Sure. Right. So. Um, Right now, I do um, a women's event on the third Thursday of every month, which Mm -hmm. is just like a music worship night. We come, there's a preacher, there's music, and there's women from all over the valley that come together and... um, and some people, I, I don't. This has been like mostly on Facebook, which like is really annoying. I only like to post memes. I don't like to fight with people or like mm-hmm. debate or or try to start because you're like not going to change somebody's mind. Kind of and stuff. and so I posted about <laughs> I posted this thing about um, you know how women ought to be the church ought to encourage. This isn't uh this isn't outside of the church. You know somebody who's not involved in it. This is saying the church needs to uplift women, and um uplift them in their in their giftings and what they have their talents and there were some people who had a problem with me saying that and they commented on it and they were pretty upset and it was just it didn't make sense to me and and these people were friends of mine so i don't think they'll ever listen to this podcast but they're friends of mine so it really hurt a little bit more that because they're like you you know me you know like this is what i was called to and you're attacking this because Mm -hmm. you have this idea Based off of a a little speck of truth, what do you and mean then by distort that? it? What do you mean that the speck of truth? The speck of truth. Well, biblically, there's you know in in the Bible it does say women shouldn't be pastors over a church over men, which is like a I mean it, there's a different interpretations and there's different things, but there's so many examples of it in the Bible of women being in leadership roles. But mm-hmm. but I think it was very specific to that church where that in that passage it was very specific to that moment. So I'm not like super knowledgeable on it. So I won't sure, say sure, yeah. that I won't let it, that I know, but that's where they base it off of. And they, and they just base it off of that. That was said to that church off to everybody. No, but no woman should be in any sort sure. of leadership. No woman should be. Uh, and, and I mean, and that's, you, uh, you know, you know, I, but, but, but I feel like that, like a lot of that is the, yeah, it's that patriarchy. And I feel like it's the root of, yeah, this whole notion that you're saying of like this picking and choosing of yes. what yes. to like mm-hmm. of what to call law and what to call bad is like the groundwork for what I see 
whatever this, I mean, I don't, this evangel- evangelical Christian kind of like outlook on things. It's like, we want to punish LGBTQ people. We want to, you know, keep women out of certain things, but then there are all these other rules that are being broken and, and it's just a lot of hypocrisy. And I guess I don't yeah. understand. I don't know. I think, and I don't know what you hear in your circles as far as when yeah. you, when you, when you go to mass and stuff, but I feel like I don't understand the blatant hypocrisy and how no one yeah. is, and everyone's just cool. And, with and it? I'll be honest, cool I think like, I think a big part of I I know a lot of people who don't have that mentality. Sure, I ha- I know a lot of people. The church that I go to, we're very op- like we're like this is what the Bible says. We literally just Sunday was talking about that passage where Jesus called Pharisees hypocrites because right. you're judging people when mm-hmm. you've got a log in your eye. You're judging somebody about the speck in their eye. Right. And so we were talking about that. And and I know so many people who have this heart, you know, towards, you know, who, who don't, this isn't like an issue of hating people. They don't hate people and they don't preach that, you know, but the loud people are the ones that are inciting hate yeah. and, and, and putting this, this like, I don't know, this like heaviness on something that this isn't, I mean, everybody's a mess. That's the point of the gospel. Everybody. And I mean, should we stay that way? Should we like be um, live in our mess? No, like that's not what Jesus said. He said, but he says, I'll take you where you are. And and it creates such a divide because I can tell you 100%. I, I don't consider myself a religious person. There's things I really, most of it I don't believe. Um, but I respect whatever anyone's going to believe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have my guard up. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Because there's so 100%. Much hurt yeah, 100%. And, there's so much and you know, attack. I have a really good friend that is a, a youth pastor at um, at a Methodist church. Um, I did not know this at all. Um, and I met him at, um, at an open mic, and he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, no way sounds I, like a youth pastor yeah yeah comedian yeah <laughs> but in no way would i have ever been friends with him if i would have known if he, he was a youth pastor i knew that way yeah. after um yeah and he's the most supportive pe- person he uh every time pride comes around he messages hey i know this is a special day for you just know that i'm thinking about you blah 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 this that kind of stuff so th- i would never have thought a christian person would do that yeah. um and it's because of the 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 things we hear all the time and i feel like a lot of gay people or lgbt lgbt people um have that guard up mm-hmm. and then you yeah of course they're they're uh uh talking stuff about the church and and i'm sure saying very offensive things i'm sure i say offensive things but um yeah. it's all from well, from that well, uh it's, i think that there, there's defense. A, i mean it's biblical that they're going to have people who are going to false false teachers mm-hmm. who are going to be using this front and this the word in the wrong way mm-hmm. to lead people astray and to attack and to instead of bringing peace and joy and the love of god and grace they're bringing you know division and war and and I, that's that's part that's what the bible says it's going to happen so it's like you got to just keep your eyes open and see who is the who are the people who are who are really you know yeah really this is adhering to jesus and and the bible does mention one time when you're about you're allowed to judge Mm -hmm. and that's you judge people by their fruit that's the only time you're allowed to judge you judge somebody by their fruit what are they what are they bringing out in this world Mm. like what is coming the outcome of the things that they're doing your actions is it bringing love is it bringing people to know that jesus loves them Mm -hmm. or is it bringing division and hate which you know like I would say our president. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I I think as an immigrant person, Mexican woman, 
um, and I illegal, you know, for a while, DACA now, I don't know if that makes sense, but there was a big thing. I went to a white church and this was like a huge thing there where, you know, a lot of people are so anti-immigrant, but it doesn't make sense biblically. Yeah. And I remember, and, and <laughs> yeah. this is something, and I won't, uh, these people were totally off and wrong, but they would tell me like, go, you need to, you're living in sin. You need to go back to Mexico, join the military or get your papers now. And I was like, that's not, that's not the Bible. That's not good. And I've had people who instantly, when these people started being loud about that, there's people who are like, no, that is not what Jesus said. And they backed me up completely. Mm -hmm. And that moment when that happened, and I'll tell you guys, that's when my music career started mm -hmm. as really? a worship leader and a singer. I would have never continued pursuing music or singing or even doing anything mm -hmm. if that moment hadn't happened. And these people backing me up and being like, here's a platform for you to sing. Do it. That's who cares what you are jesus takes you how you are and so like that was that's like the big thing you know i don't know that's I'm, pretty poetic that's really yeah. it's, but it's and, i mean you know and i think we're seeing this confrontation happening right now which i'm actually really excited about well it's because you you know we have this uh potential pres presidential nominee pete mm -hmm. Buttigieg, who is christian he's very christian uh and very gay and married and he is right now coming under scrutiny from uh, Vice President Pence, um, and Pence is basically saying that Buttigieg <laughs> is essentially attacking his faith or has a problem with faith. And Buttigieg just the other day actually uh, ha had an amazing like response to it, which um, you know I, I think is creating interesting conversations. But I mean the, the the response was I don't have a problem with religion. I'm religious too. I have a problem with religion being used as a justification to harm people and especially in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. So many people, even today, feel like they don't belong. And you can get fired in so many parts of this country just for who you are. And that and that's gotta change. I'm not interested in feuding with the vice president, but if he wanted to be if he wanted to clear this up, he would come out today and say he's changed his mind and that it wouldn't be legal to discriminate against anybody in this country for who they are. That's all. And that's that's what, you know, basically his stance on it. And it's just, you know, moving forward with it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I want to say that, there you know, things are going to change. I mean, because as much as we have these really cool things, we have the trans military ban that has went into effect. Also. Yeah, people are OK with. They're not making they're noise. Fine with, yeah. You know, and 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 I don't know how to respond to it. Um, and you, you, go ahead. You know, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like. um Yes, I feel like we're making progress and people's minds are changing. But I also, people stay within their bubble and all the people I'm around all agree with me. Um, yeah. I well, mean, sure. You're right. Because you know? I don't, I mean, just like like you, my mom would say, if those if there's someone that's making you upset, stay away from that person. Go around the people that empower you, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, um, but it's but, also, go ahead. Sorry, but sorry, but sorry. Uh, on the train today, I saw... A good example there was there was a trans woman there um and i went up to her because she had a she had this cute bike and she had very cute heels on and i i was like i had to tell her because they were very cute um and then we had just a just a quick conversation and and then she's you know she went and sat down and she was doing her thing but someone right next to me i heard them snickering about i can't even tell if that's a man or a woman I was like, is this still? And this was a guy probably even younger than me. Um, and I just was in awe that this was still happening. 
Who cares? Who the hell cares? What is it? What business is of of anyone's? Yeah. yeah, I think you hit it like in the head, the nail in the head when saying people stay in their bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been so. I think I've always been the person who is a chameleon in every like social circle. So I'm like, well, I have friends over here who do this weird stuff. In high school, I was that person. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'll hang out with the Mexicans who play soccer and during lunch and i'll hang out with like the weird theater people like me or i'll oh, hang boy. out with the you know <laughs> like me and so i just was always that person who would just and a lot of my times when i would talk when i talk to people and i you know um i don't did i mention that the guys on my facebook that attack just like the anti-women doing stuff and mm-hmm. and yeah. um they i invited them i was like hey if you want to talk to me in person not on facebook we can chat about this and like you can't have conversations with people who think differently than you who have different viewpoints and if you don't step out of it then you're never going to understand there's so much i think in in the world of of a christian and in the world of what god says in in his bible there's a lot of area where it's gray that only the Holy Spirit will do it. Mm. Only the Holy Spirit and, and the word together will come and, and reveal that stuff to you. I don't think that we're meant to be people who figure out who God is. I don't think that we can. He's right. He's God in, in my mentality. But I think everybody tries to put a bubble and say, this is the way that it's supposed to be. And this is like, you know, well, I've hung out with white Christian people for my entire life. So once they get introduced, a lot of kids, if, if you notice a lot of kids who are in Christian church, grow up Christian and youth group, and they go out into the real world to go to college, they just like are messed up afterwards because they were never introduced or they don't yeah. know how to deal with it. And I think that that's, we need to have grace towards the people who legitimately don't know how to deal with it because they've never been exposed to, but also they need to step up as well and say, okay, well I'm going to learn from this and, and like try to, you know, experience the rest of what other people are thinking It'd be exposed to things that are not the same. Yeah. You know? And that's a call out to both sides. I mean, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Like that's uh, good. Yeah. I mean, guilty right here. Very liberal same. guy. I do not want to hear the other side. Same. I mean, yeah, I mean, I the same. I mean, I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, it's kind of weird, but like, I never imagined we have have, have a Christian, a, 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 a repeated, a repeated guest who is who is who is, has strong Christian um, faith because I feel like any kind of you know conversation that I've ever had, at least in my life, has been very anti. You're wrong. You know hate the sin, love the sinner stuff or, or is still weird to me, the phrase. And it's just not, and, and I, and I feel tolerated and I don't want to be tolerated. Yeah. Like that's not what a horrible, right. that's, that's a horrible like a horrible thing. word. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but I think, you know, there's something to be said. I mean, talking about this, but then even like organizer circles. Like, I think these are conversations that come up when it comes to race issues is like, is where is that line that we also have to understand that there is a learning curve happening Mm -hmm. and not expecting that people are going to learn overnight. Right. But that's hard, you know, and that's like an adjustment that we have to make as well. Yeah. I mean, to go back to what you were saying about like, you know, it has to be on both sides. I mean, how many of us stop being friends with Trump voters? Yeah. I mean, that's sure. that's a huge hurdle for us to get that's over. Hard, and but, here's the funny thing. I don't, we're more likely to overcome that hurdle than anybody else. Because here's why. When we're talking about pe- people need to expand past their bubble. Well, it's easy to say that, but there are some people and this is this is where the, the doctor, the dogma comes in. Um, there are some people who uh, believe that reaching for things outside of their bubble, those things that exist outside of their their sphere of influence are evil. 
Hmm. Like they are sinful. They're blasphemous. I simply will not tolerate them. And it's a huge problem at that. Uh, and particularly in uh, legislature, state legislatures, Congress, where um, you have people who are deeply, deeply devout, who simply will not negotiate or tolerate you because sure. what you are, what you believe in, what you represent is evil to me. And there is no negotiating with evil. So I'm sorry, but um, if it comes down to that, then legally I have to destroy you. That's what God <laughs> But then they're not, they're not doing their job because they're supposed to represent the country. Yeah, but not the evil, but what, co- not the evil parts of the country, quote unquote. What is it? Who, what ca- yeah, that's the, that's the struggle I have. I'm like, who cares what they, re- what someone worships? They could worship Satan. They should have the same rights as us. Right, but not yeah. if but not if their point of view of doctrine is based in I mean, Christian, Christian faith, right? I mean, our fucking I mean, the money still says in God I, we trust, right? Like I mean, yeah. there's yeah. a real foundation. It was in, there was that foundation. I I'm in the camp of I don't think our our laws can change somebody's morality. Yeah. I think that comes from within and not a certain thing. Well, it's just biblical too, you know, people you know, in the in in the Bible too, then you know it wasn't the law that made a person righteous. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, at the end, you know, when there's the Old Testament, which all is all law, and nobody could keep it. So that's why Jesus came. And then there's grace in the New Testament, and it talks about there's both. It's a balance of both. You've gotta, you've got to like, you know, you're not gonna change somebody's heart. Mm-hmm. by telling them to do a certain thing. I think a lot of a lot of the American church and I'll say the American church because there's people in China who are living out and and they're literally dying for what, you know, for their faith, literally dying. And mm-hmm. you have people here who are complaining about little things that don't don't make a difference, you know? Like I feel like and I know I'll probably get in trouble, but I I don't think that you know, I don't know. I, I would always say, and I'm not, I'm, I'm anti and I'll, I'll say, I, I don't, I, I think abortion is wrong in my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I, I strongly believe that. Um, but having said that, I don't think, especially because this is what, this is what the evangelicals base their vote on Trump for. This is the, the big thing that was like, oh no, like, Hillary's all about killing babies. Mm-hmm. Trump is not, so he should be the one we vote for. And in my mind, I'm like, you can make these laws up and and do this, but that's not going to stop. That's not going to change somebody's mind or change that. The problem isn't with the law or these. It, it, the problem is the the issue that's going on. It's inside. You know, right. people are hurting. There's real. There's real situations where that needs to happen. And I think that we put a like a black and white. Right picture on things that are not black and white right. no nothing is black and white well sure i mean because even with you know abortion laws like a lot of it isn't it's about the safety of the woman because if a, if someone wants to have an abortion they're going to have an abortion yes. whether right. it's available or not mm-hmm. so you know so it's about you know you know, and it's a complex question to wrestle with as far as like because there's there's two lives at stake there yeah. essentially in, in people's yeah. mind right so yeah, I mean it's 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 a, it's a really tough. I think, like for me, I have very close friends who have had abortions. Same, same here, and so I get I get it. You know right. what I mean? I understand. At the same time, you're like, this is actually a person, and yeah. we're killing human being. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. That's that's what I believe right. in. You know, and, and I, so it, it's such a difficult. It's such a diff. It's a gray area, and it's a case by just like immigrants, case mm-hmm. by case. You know, like I I would say uh, like. 
illegal, illegal. There's people who take advantage and there's people who are really committing crimes and causing harm, but there's also people who are not. And it's a, it's, it's a gray area in that way. And you know what I feel about those issues is we like to make, um, we like to make decisions when it's not affecting us. Yeah. Personally. Um, And an example is my mom said that before I came out of the closet, she had a whole different belief. She had a whole different belief. Very, very, very Catholic. Um, My mom too. And uh, she says different when it turns out to be your baby and your baby's being attacked. And uh, your whole life changes and your whole thought process changes. And then your mind's open. You're like, well, this is the silliest thing I thought. Um, Yeah. And and the whole, it it all changes. But I still have my aunts who, yeah, um, they come to my performances, my plays. And then I see them posting on Facebook really hateful things about gays. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's still in their mind. They still believe that. Yeah. It's still, um, yeah. Uh, But I think uh, until it happens to you, and you believe a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And one thing that uh, hasn't happened, uh, just to kind of kick off of what you were talking about, uh, Iowa recently approved uh, legislation that banned abortion after the first heartbeat. So that's about, what, six weeks, I feel, or four weeks, something like that. So mm. if you are a woman who is uh, in need of that procedure, better move quick, because once you feel that little flutter, it becomes legal. Hmm. That was in Iowa? Really? Well, there's that Texas where they're trying to do the capital punishment for people who do have an abortion. Have an abortion? They killed somebody. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's extreme. That's okay. Like, calm down. Let's (laughs) listen. (laughs) I mean, I I understand where they're coming from. Like, okay. That makes sense in your mind, but that's not, that's great. You know, that's I mean, not a yeah. real thing. Well, it, then it opens the, the, the door for, for other laws and, and, yeah. and there's countries that are like that. And do we really yeah. want to turn into it's, that? I mean, you've got the, what's that one guy from Mr. Stone people? And yeah. The stoning homosexuals. Where is that at? Have you heard? You're talking about here in the in the states? No, no, no. It's, it's another country that, oh, that um, just, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or killing. Yeah. I can't remember. They I made it legal to, to stone to kill Beirut. Was it I something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it Beirut? I think so. Because I remember his hat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he had a funny hat. Okay. You know, I don't just. I mean, yeah, because I mean, my stance with abortion is, you know, I. It's not my place to tell a woman what to do with her body. Yeah, it is, it is her choice. One hundred percent, my stance. And her, like, ah. and, and it's her, and it's her choice. Mm-hmm. And and it's and how the whatever those repercussions are, that's that's on her, and yeah. that's what she's choosing to move forward with. And and whatever that is, you know, it's just keeping keeping her safe. Yeah, and I'm not comfortable myself personally. Yeah, making laws. No, about women. Women's yeah. health. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not an expert. Because I have sense. no yeah. clue what's going on. And these things are based off of just, all right, well, this is what we think it's going to be like. Yeah. Right. You know, even yeah. recently, I'm 42 years old, and I work in a place where there's a lot of women, and we're in the lunchroom, and they were talking about, uh, there was a few pregnancies, right? And they were talking about pregnancies. There was things I had no clue happened right. to a woman's body at <laughs> yeah. 42. Yeah. No oh. clue. Yeah. No clue. The things that happened to the baby. 
um yeah what goes on in the in the womb and i'm like i had no idea any of this happened i mean the, I mean, the simple fact of recovery right yeah, like yeah, after yeah. the fact and the fact that we have you know rooms full of men who are sitting here making these rules yeah. about yeah. about a woman's body yeah and there's and here's something else i mean there's no consideration given to the afterwards what let's say right. we go ahead and we just ban prohibit abortion well then hey you're opening the door back up for those back alley abortions we heard so many horror mm -hmm. stories about mm -hmm. you also have women who are probably going to make that trip to mexico and ireland uh because it's a it's legal there so you're going to have what abortion tourism right mm -hmm. you know, that's uh, i mean that sounds grotesque but if you can't get it locally you've got to go someplace else and then if, if it does become illegal does that mean that no american woman is able to, you know, have have the procedure because, you know, you're still an American citizen. You're still beholden by our laws. I mean, is it just OK for you to because you have intent, you have intent and you have like, you know, uh, that you're, you're going to commit this act. I mean, does it somehow do, do our laws cross our borders and follow our citizens when they're abroad? Right. That's a huge reach. Mm. Right. And I mean, this is kind of going in a different direction. But as far as like, um survival i think is kind of what you know it kind of uh, what you're kind of tapping on right and i and it's a different little route but like sex workers right and this idea of legalizing sex work um where people you know will push back against it because it's morally it's corrupt it's bad but at the same time sex workers are workers and they're working and w about set you know and the, the conversations about setting up Mm -hmm. um, the legality of it in order to protect them, to yeah. give them, you know, benefits or to be able to make sure that they are protected and they are, you know, and, and there are a number of ways that that has been discussed, how that would look. And we see that happening in uh, Nevada, I believe the bunny ranch you know, mm -hmm. beyond the city border, the limits or whatever, you know, it's, it's legal. Um, but you know, we sit here and push against sex workers, but yet it's the oldest profession, right? Like it's still yeah, going you know. lucrative and, and, and this idea of like criminalizing something that exists and is happening, but by simply acknowledging that is that it exists and that it should be legal is, is what, I mean, is that, I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just feel, cause for me, I feel like, well, the same argument was made with med with cannabis. You know, right now it's medical cannabis is legal. California approved um, uh, recreational cannabis use. So it's we get into the situation where we say to ourselves, "Oh no, this is this is terrible. This is bad. We cannot have this." But under the rug, er, er, you know, people still pursue it. I mean, right. the United States is the biggest consumer of narcotics in the world. Yeah. And so even though we prohibit it, apparently there's an appetite for it. So right. sometimes that veneer cracks and right. we say, okay, you know what? Screw it. Let's just make make this part of it legal. Let's regulate it. We'll figure it out. Colorado, enough tax dollars to pay their citizens back. Right. So, you know, it, it's that sort of, we, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's that sort of thing where we say to ourselves, you know, like, you know, it, what, at what threshold, what, what's the threshold to meet for us to reconsider our position on these things? Right. Yeah. For the ultimate safety of individuals, right? And the ultimate, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, circling back to the LGBT rights or, or, uh, or these laws, these anti-LGBT, I, I just don't see any reason why you would make these laws. It's not like I can see someone believing prostitution's wrong or narcotics wrong. I totally see it. Um, but because a person is just the way they are, 
now we can discriminate against them. But I'm going to push back because I don't think most of the country thinks that we're born this way. I think they think, they still think we're still choosing it. They still think that we choose to be discriminated against, that we choose to be gay bashed, that we choose to. You're just choosing a hard life. Yeah, we choose that. And that's what I always (laughs) find hilarious because it's like, why would I choose to be depressed and, you know, and, and, and why would I choose to be hated? Like, why would I choose that? Like, and it's not even, you know, it's when you think about that. It's like I just wake up and I go about my day, but it just happens to be I'm a gay man. Exactly. Right? <laughs> There's no choice there. I just wake up, I do whatever, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just part of a normal life. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You just happen to be. Because yeah. I love differently than you. But we've talked about this in past episodes. Ultimately, it always comes down to like what is going on behind closed doors yeah, that well, never has anything of yours. to do with you, ever. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just say, I think that like we're this movement that's coming out, like this movement that's pushing back. And, and I would say to Christian, like fellow Christians, there is a process of what is called sanctification, you know, the process of being refined by the God and his word and the spirit into, you know, changing the things that are, you know, morally wrong and things like that, you know. But I think that the way that people, Christian people are thinking is if we make these laws, this is going to change how people think and this is going to change how it, it's going to happen. And that doesn't mm, come yeah. from a law, you know, the, so oh, you're wasting your break time. Through. Huh? <laughs> oh hell is gonna break loose oh yeah. cats you, and dogs you're not gonna you're not gonna sanctify somebody by a law right yeah. you're gonna no, you're gonna get pushed back that's what's gonna happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't and you cannot i mean i don't i think i would say you, you're jumping a step here where you, you want people to to be saved and you want people to to align more morally with what you're doing but in the end we're all a mess mm-hmm. and you, you don't get there or you mean we we're never going to get there? That's the whole point. The Bible says it. We're we're all work in progress, but we're never going to get to the point where we we feel we're holy. No one is, and I think that people are skipping the step of saying if you want somebody to be a Christian, you're not going to make these laws about being a you know what the Christian. This is what a Christian should look like. I think that's that's why I don't know if I'm making any sense. You know, no, no, there's you a know laws of that that apply. Okay, this is what a Christian looks like. So let's make these laws, and if people follow these laws, then they're a Christian now. But that's not how it works. I'm beat the God into you. Yeah, yes. you know, which you has been a very that's been the thought. A lot of older people. Because it's a, a lot of people. But it's you know why? Because it's worked in the past. But but. But, well, well, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. I, it's okay. not a, it's not a good. Stra- well, uh, it has. I mean, you're not uh, it, lying. It's, it's, but it's not a good strategy because Cortez was. Yeah, you know, it was not a good strategy. Now, at least, uh, yeah. because you make these laws, people say, you know, I can't be a part of this because if this is what it is that to be a Christian, I just, yeah. I just don't want to be any part of this. So yeah. now I'm not a Christian. So now I'm not afraid of, yeah. of, uh, of the end. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight back, and so what ends up happening is I feel you can end up with less Christians with putting all these regimens in. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's not a I good mean, strategy for I, Christians. And my thought here here's my thought, and I don't I'm not speaking from a knowledgeable point. Like I'm, I didn't go to Bible college or mm-hmm. Bible school. I didn't study theology, and I also don't understand because I'm not a homosexual. Mm-hmm. So I don't under, I can't speak on it. Like that's mm-hmm. my my main thing. But why is this? the thing they're fixated on and not talking about where it talks about sexual immorality. Why are we not talking about, you know, 
people having sex that outside of marriage that's a sin mm-hmm. but why is that not something and yet you have pastors who are doing it oh yeah you have people who've done it and yet there's grace for that but why is this the one you're fixated on maybe you broke a law to get to this country why is that like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. this yeah. is something you're being fixated on but where does it come from where's the root yeah. of that and really i think we ought to examine that and i don't think we we can say even as like some even a, a pastor a christian a theo- theologian cannot say and you cannot convict somebody that's not your job you can't convict someone that's not what god's you know biblically and jesus doesn't call us to come go out in the world and convict people that's not he said go out in the world and preach the word and make yeah. disciples which is basically just you know have people alongside and learn from people you yeah. know or i think that, that we we try to get in we try to become god we try to be the judge here and say this is what you need to do yep. Ugh. Yeah, well, those things, icky. yeah, it drives me. It is icky. And I always think, why are we putting so much energy on this? Because how much have we have so many conversations about this? For, and <laughs> but there's people that are hungry and there's people that are sick and there's people with mental illness and there's people with there's other places we could we could spend our energy. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I wish you would come to my shows, <laughs> <laughs> buy my merch. <laughs> you would help me that way. Yeah. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think it does, however, deal with a lot of self-hatred, because if you notice, like a lot of really fire and brimstone pastors, like you mentioned, and a lot of conservative politicians, when they go to those RNC meetings, what the hell happens? They burn up grinder and they start soliciting they, they, they solicit male prostitutes they they, they they said like true. they made more money at the rnc convention like the last one than any other time. they broke grinder they broke it they, they broke, broke grinder so you've got all these guys who were like so deep in the closet and so self-hating that they're gonna fight this with fire and brimstone and we're like dude they just... fight it with grinder <laughs> whatever happened to the snake churches <laughs> oh, they're oh, still God. going they're they, still going <laughs> just handle the snakes no one cares but like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're all like, you know, it's like they hate that part of themselves because, you know, and they're, they're going to try to extinguish it anywhere they can find it. So, oh, see, Mr. that's Pants, the problem, though. You, you try camps. to oppress it and it comes out. But but having said that, I think the part of, of Christianity that is really, for me, what is defining is that even if that happens, even if you are a hypocrite, mm-hmm. there's still that grace. Mm-hmm. You still have a way to redeem your, you still loved, which is the same, you know, like you're, you're putting on this, like you're picking out of these sins on other people and that you have yours. If you can get grace, how can other people not get grace? You're called to give that grace too. What does RuPaul say? If, if you, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone well, that's else? very true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it comes from the inside out mm-hmm. and there's a Christian song that says from the inside out. Mm. There's a worship, worship song. <laughs> I just kept thinking of Upside Down by Diana Ross. <laughs> upside down. <laughs> round round. Inside. Okay, well, what's the Sana Sana moment? Oh, that's a deep one. It got a little deep. Wow. Yeah, but it was good. We did get deep on this one. Sorry, guys. No. Normally, I'll. I mean, what? Know. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Uh-huh. We've been here since the beginning of time. Um, I don't know. I mean, not, I. Um, you know what? I think the lesson I'm taking out of this. I mean, we. It, it seems obvious, but it's it's good to uh, it's good to talk about, but or say, but we definitely need to. I mean, I myself, 
consider myself a liberal. We definitely need to open our ears and be welcoming to hear what the other side says um, and not shut them, shut them down because uh, we, we, we do it a lot. Well, I was, I mean, actually the sana sana was similar to that, but I mean, it's hard. It's it was it's, very it's hard. Practice, but I think it's very, very I, I hard. But isn't that what love is? But I think I think what it is for me, like the Being way vulnerable. the way the way I'm able to understand it and to move through it is um, a lot of uh, just a lot of the work I've been surrounding myself with with like artistically and theatrically is like story and story circle and like understanding that like change and and progress can't be made without understanding the others uh, the others' story. Um, so I think a lot of it is like understanding that that story of the other side that I have a hard time um, grasping. Do I have to agree with it? No. Do I have to? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. And I may never agree with it. However, mm-hmm. I think the story helps inform, inform the, the current situation and it helps at least inform um, where, where the other is coming from. And, I don't know what that does for me. I think it, it it does bring a little bit of peace and a little bit of clarity for me. Um, but I think it helps at least the conversation happen um, and continue to happen. Um, I don't necessarily have to agree with it. No. But I think it's it. there is something important about hearing it and about wrestling with it. But... Um, I don't know. I'm having a well, conversation time. is a good word because what we're doing a lot of today I see is talking at people sure. and we're not Both sides. having Both a conversation all, at all. Yeah. Both no. sides. Yeah. And that's very, and uh, you know, part of that is uh, the denunciation of others. Um, you can't govern from the pulpit because this is a democracy or representing a diverse array of individuals. Mm-hmm. And what works for you doesn't necessarily work for somebody right. else. So you can't, force peop- your values onto others, particularly in such a flexible context as religion. No, yeah, definitely not not forcing by any means. I will not apologize for who I am no. or who we are and I will not I will not comfort you in your in your um uh, uncomfortableness in all of it, right? Like that's up to you to deal with. However, I can sit here and have a conversation and listen to it, but with the understanding that you will also listen to my story as well. Well, it's yeah. like relationships. I yeah. think it's, um, you're going to be uncomfortable because there are things that you're not going to like about the other person or you're not going to like what's going on. And that's, that's part of being vulnerable. And that's where you get to that connection. And I think that we're lacking that we've got so many things like social media that connects, connect us in quotes, but we're losing that connection between real people and having those deep conversations. And, you know, we're not, we don't have to agree on certain things, but the fact that we're working and and getting close to each other in that way. And, you know, you, you open yourself up to be maybe hurt a little bit by what they're thinking, their ideology, Mm -hmm. you open up yourself to be, you're a little vulnerable, but obviously if somebody is is hating on you and attacking you and hurting you on purpose, then they don't have that's not somebody that wants to have that conversation with mm-hmm. you. And you can push back mm-hmm. and you're allowed to. And I feel like I'm allowed to do that. Just like I, I can set that boundary. If if somebody's intention, like those guys on my Facebook who are my friends who started attacking, one of them asked me and he's like, can we talk about it? And I was like, no, because you do not care. Like you do not want to. Yeah. You do not want to have a conversation. You want to have a debate. Right. which is different. You want to get a microphone, you want to t- 
talk at me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that that's I would say my sana sana is open up to people and really connect, but be okay and be be knowledgeable and discerning of who are the people who are doing it only to hurt you, who have mm-hmm. mad mad bad intentions and don't want to listen. You can push back against that. Mm-hmm. People in the comment the section. Deplorables. The comment section. <laughs> the comments, Facebook. Uh, yes. People who are trying to talk to me about Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of the most I mean? provocative, like online interview stuff that I've seen in the past couple of years is there are certain shows that I've seen pop up where you have um, some sort of like host of an online show will confront people who yeah. attack them in comment lines and actually invite them on to have Oh, a there's a podcast about that. And why do you so, hate me? Or it's something. like, why do you hate me or something? And it's yeah. so fascinating yeah. when the truth comes out yeah. and it's like, I think I I don't like you because you're so unapologetically you yeah. and I can't be that. Oh, like and Shrill. Did you yeah, watch Shrill? Shrill is fantastic. Yeah, there's, the, there's that character <laughs> Shrill. in Shrill yeah, who bashes her for being a fat woman and because she's so unapologetically herself and doesn't care and is a beautiful mm-hmm. writer and he couldn't handle that and he would just you know yeah. troll her mm-hmm. um and it's just interesting when like like i'm working on that project with rising youth right now called face to face and that's one of the things we were talking about like oh what can we name some things and i was like i really want to call a section of this called um say it to my face because that's a whole different context like people will say all they want online and all they want they in this stuff say but it say it to you. my face in a room let's have a conversation and the tone is always different yeah and yeah. And that's when, yeah, well, conversation yeah. can yeah. happen, you know, and hopefully yeah, a relationship. Open up, open and so much that. is missing. So much, so much important pieces are missing when you have the conversation online. Online, because there's, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. history, circumstance, all yeah, that shit all of is it. missing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we, you know, here in this room right here right now, like we're able to like, we've all defied the odds, right? Like we're able to have conversations here. Both of our moms, Ernie and I, you know, have had different struggles with us coming out and, but are in a place where like, my mom's like one of my biggest champions and supports me for who I am. My mom's a lesbian. What? For us? Wow. Well, there you go. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, you threw that in at the no, very but, end. Uh, oh, by hey the way. guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So, talking about that in a real way, how do you handle, you know, what you're being taught on one side with the evangelical people who are yeah. loud, and then you have somebody in your life that you love. And, and how do you say that to somebody? You yeah. know, how do you approach That's what I'm saying. It's that you, you can't, like, it's not the way they're going about it is not real. This yeah. is not realistic. You're not you're not talking about God's love here. You're really just wanting to change somebody. Well, the same happens like I know people want to go <laughs> in, they want to go to mass, they want to go to church, but they're like I can't walk into that building with all that hate. No. I can't. But I miss going to mass. I miss going to church, but I can't walk into it that building. It depends on where you go, yeah, honestly. Yeah. 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 You just got to find the right people. People who are not there to hurt you. Like I said, boundaries. Mm-hmm. So if people wanted to, to find out more about you, Lewis, how could they find out? How could they contact you? Or People can find me on my Instagram. <laughs> Luz <laughs> Navarro 26. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On Instagram. Luz Navarro 26. Hala. Hala. I just post dumb things. Sometimes. But my stories. Memes, cats. I love cats. that stuff. Sometimes, uh. Today I just posted about B2K. So... <laughs> throwback yeah bum 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 
current stuff. Oh, it made me think of BB Mac. I was listening to them the other day. Oh. As, I was, walking, as I was walking through the hardware store, they were playing. It was like, what? <laughs> exactly. That's a good song, though. I, that's that's what came on. I'm, I'm walking through Whoever wrote it, it genius. Walking through the patio <laughs> area with my mom, and I was like, what the fuck? Throwback. This is such a yeah. good one. What about you, Ernie? What if people want to search for? ErnieOrtiz.com has all my info. Um, yeah, pretty simple. Carlos, what about you? Uh, sacrifice a small animal in a circle of salt, and I will appear. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Ricky Ariza on Facebook or Ricky Ariza 602 on Instagram. And remember, if you hear the door creak, if you see the lights flicker, if it feels like something's there, it's not your imagination. Run, perras! It's the cuckoo! Yay! I need my union card now. <laughs> what? I experienced it live. <laughs> Bye. Bye.